Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the House passes its stopgap funding bill. Number two, why Johnson's shutdown plan is flawed. And number three, Tony Gonzalez 2.0. Let's get into the mix. Let's start here. The House of Representatives has passed its government funding bill. The government runs out of money on uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, and the House has cleared this bill. Now, it was a lopsided vote, and this is a bad, bad vote for Mike Johnson. The House passed the bill 336 to 95. 93 of those no's were Republicans, just 127 yeses, which is pretty poor. It's the majority of the majority. It falls in that zone, but Democrats provided 209 of the 336 votes. That is pretty poor for uh, Mike Johnson on his first vote. This is exactly the kind of thing that got Kevin McCarthy in trouble. It is exactly the kind of vote that Johnson and any speaker, to be honest with you, wanted to avoid. He was unable to avoid it. Why? Because this was, again, a clean CR. This was the exact kind of spending bill that people got angry at Kevin McCarthy for passing. Period. The end. No other way about it. No other way around it. And uh, the Democrats were able to hold together. The two no votes from Democrats came from uh, Jake Auchincloss of Massachusetts and Mike Quigley of Illinois. Otherwise, they were united, which is an incredibly important, incredibly uh, impressive uh, dynamic and terrible for Mike Johnson. Let's get into number two, why this is a problem for Mike Johnson. The idea of this spending bill, of the two-step CR that Johnson put out there, was to give Republicans the leverage it needs to cut spending and force major policy changes. But I do not, and everyone we spoke to, does not understand how this bill will do anything of the sort. This extends government funding until January 19th and February 2nd, just 21 legislative days from now. I don't understand how anything is going to change appreciably. It's only going to get worse by January 19th and February 2nd. Johnson will have a House Republican conference that disagrees with his tactics and is unwilling to set aside its own short-term policies to seek a long-term uh, politics to see, seek a long-term funding deal. Just 57% of House Republicans, remember, are bought into this plan. Uh, Johnson's House Republican conference has still not passed major spending bills. He couldn't pass a rule. He used up a ton of political capital when he got this through. Uh, he'll have to deal with Ukraine funding, Taiwan funding, Israel funding, which he has completely flubbed on, is sitting in the Senate. And on top of that, Johnson said yesterday he won't pass any more short-term CRs. So if, if they need more time to get a deal, which is completely feasible, he's going to shut down the government or reverse on that pledge. Now, a lot of this isn't Johnson's fault. I'll give him that. But he can only blame Kevin McCarthy, which he did uh, very obliquely the other day in conference. He can only blame him for so long. Now, he's at the wheel. He's put out his first big piece of legislation, this clean funding bill that he passed. And... Uh, it's time for him to uh, uh, figure out how he's going to get out of this mess. Remember, on top of that, Senate and House negotiators have not even agreed on a top line number. So I don't know how they think they're going to get this done in the next 
21 legislative days between now and January 19th. I don't see it. I could be proven wrong, but I just don't see how that's possible. Number three story of the morning, the Tony Gonzalez right-wing multiverse. Now, this is a fascinating item by Mika Soliner and Max Cohen. Tony Gonzalez, who stood in the way of Jim Jordan's bid for speakership, is um, now, I don't want to say cozying up, but at least aligning himself with the right. He did a town hall on telephone town hall with Jim Jordan, partnered with Marjorie Taylor Greene to tout an effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, listen, you could look at this a couple different ways. He has a primary challenge in his district from Victor Avila, a former ICE agent um, who accused Gonzalez of engaging in border issues for optics. But listen, this is a Gonzalez is a savvy Paul who also raises a good amount of money. He um, was very close to Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is no longer speaker, obviously. And Gonzalez is facing a challenge from the right. And uh, several of the most high-profile House conservatives, uh, Matt Gates, Scott Perry, Troy Nels, and Paul Gosar, have all met with Gonzalez's primary challenger this year. So an interesting turn of the screw for Tony Gonzalez. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.